Welcome to Fuel for Warriors, episode 25. Somebody who gets shit done. It's all down to hustle. A sacrifice of their being and way of life. We think of 300, we think of the Spartan. Sort of the courage and conviction to face their challenges in life. It always does the right thing at all costs. This week's featured guest is UFC fighter Tim Kennedy. They had something significant they believed in that they were fighting for. Hello, Warriors. Welcome to another episode of Fuel for Warriors. I am Timothy Lawson, your host, and this is a podcast collaboration between Lawson Entertainment and Lock and Load Java. Each and every week, I bring on a military veteran, an athlete, or anybody else that resonates with the idea of being a warrior. We hear a lot of different perspectives on this show, and it's a lot of fun. This week's featured guest, Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy is an Army veteran and is currently fighting in the UFC. I have interviewed Tim a couple of times in the past, and he is always entertaining and insightful, which is, to me, the perfect combination for any content. He did not fall short of delivering that this time around again. We talk zombies, we talk presidential candidates, we talk marijuana use in the UFC, we talk what it means to be a warrior, challenges, inspiration, all the usuals. I know you're going to love it. When you're finished with the show, go follow him on Twitter at TimKennedyMMA, and you can also tweet at me at TimLawson21. Let me know how you enjoyed the interview. Carl Churchill, the founder of Lock and Load Java, has a cool deal for all of you listeners. I'll let him tell you about that, and we'll get into the interview. Enjoy. Hey, Warriors, this is Carl Churchill, co-founder and chief coffee officer of Lock and Load Java. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our friend and fellow veteran Tim Lawson as he interviews risk takers who've embraced the warrior ethos. I know you'll love our guest today. And when you're finished with the episode, head over to LockAndLoadJava.com and use the coupon code FUELFORWARRIORS to receive a 10% discount on our premium coffee and cocoa. Stay motivated, my friends, and keep challenging yourself. So we, the, the, we start every interview with what does it mean to be a warrior? And I'm interested, definitely interested to hear your response on this because you fit two, uh, two industries that really resonate with that term in both being an athlete and being a veteran. So to Tim Kennedy, what is a warrior? What is a warrior? I didn't mean to stump you like that. No, it's actually, a, you know, it's a complex thing that you can't just give a sentence. You know, it's a guy that can fight under any circumstances. It's a guy that is efficient with his weapons. You know, it's a guy whose body's a chassis that you can put anything on. And it'll still be able to, you know, those are cliche expressions that, um, but I, I think a true warrior goes much more fundamental. The quintessential existence of person first and foremost has to have something to fight. You know, for, for somebody, for me to, like, look at somebody and say, man, that guy's a warrior, one, he has something to lose. You know, if you look at to, to some of the cultures that have made the most remarkable warriors in history, uh, from the samurai to the Spartan to even the, the current day, what I think the American soldier, you know, the World War II ally, not, you know, that, or even the Axis, um, they had something significant that they believed in that they were fighting for. And uh, their, their method of it was, without a doubt, 
a sacrifice of their being and their way of life. So uh, a caveat off of that question then on what it means to be a warrior, looking at how the military has helped you resonate with being a warrior and looking at how being a fighter, maybe after, once you started getting into fighting, what, how did that um, – what was different about the warrior mentality in – the fighting arena than maybe, uh, you know, serving in the military, if there is a, uh, something specific? Uh, I don't know if I could consider a fighter a warrior, like an MMA fighter. You know, what's a, what's a, a synonym for an MMA fighter or, or prize fighters? Hmm. So is a prize fighter a, a warrior? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Depends on the circumstances of why they're fighting. There's instances in which, like, a mercenary can be considered a warrior, but a lot of times a mercenary is not an admirable profession that is respected by most people. Um, and a prize fighter, I just don't know if that really falls into my definition of a warrior. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. Um... So... I fight to bring kind of recognition to the military community, to be able to support my family, bring recognition to, I, I think, some of the greatest soldiers on the planet. Um, so maybe in instances, there's examples where an MMA fighter fighting for the right reasons could be considered a warrior. Um, but I think nine times out of ten, uh, they're just a prize fighter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, whenever I prepare for an interview, uh, one of the places that I look is someone's Twitter feed, and in the few times that I've interviewed Tim, your Twitter feed has not failed to give me something to inquire you about. Uh, recently, uh, just 13 hours ago, uh, dear God, please have someone try to rob my house tonight or let me wake up to the start of the zombie apocalypse. Thanks, good night. Did either of those things, I'm confident the zombie apocalypse did not happen. Did anybody rob your house last night? No, I almost woke up and it's like, thanks God for nothing. But I don't want to bring the wrath of God upon my household, so I decided to not smite him. Yeah, it's probably um, a good idea. Yeah. No, I'm uh, majorly disappointed. And I think my my 120-pound German Shepherd was also disappointed, as was uh, the situation surrounding the defense of my house. Um, yeah, major disappointing night. So that tweet, may, I now have to ask, if there was a zombie apocalypse, what is Tim Kennedy doing in the first 24 hours? You wake up, zombies everywhere, what are you doing? I'm smiling. I'm, I'm dancing. I'm like <laughs> jumping for joy because I just went from upper middle class to, you know, w where I am socioeconomically and, uh, you know, w where I'll probably be till I die, um, to ruler of everything north of the Panama Canal and south of the North Pole. Um, this is, that, that's a major change. Like, some people can move up, you know, in small brackets in their respective socioeconomic class, but to move up from, like, middle America to emperor of, it wouldn't have even North America, it would be like the United States of Tim. 
What the? Okay, so you celebrate your new uh, status in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, what's your strategy to maintain that status? Me and mine, the group that you know, I consider my closest and best friends are Jake Sinise, Theo Underhagen, Justin Lakin, you know, uh, some of the baddest dudes on the planet. Um, yeah. Everybody, all Green Berets, Special Forces snipers, Rangers, uh, monsters of humans. You know, like these, these are gigantic. They make me, a 220-pound UFC top 10 fighter, look like a small ant. And all these guys have, you know, we own hundreds of guns apiece. We're all competitive shooters. We all own ranches. We're all survivalists. Things just got really good for us. I, uh, I like that. Austin, Texas uh, is, is circled... Uh, on my on my map of places to run to in case uh, just because I know that you and your friends are down there. Yeah, well, we're, we're like Northwest. Austin is, you know, like people say, Austin is the L- like the the California of Texas. It is that there are enough hipsters in downtown Austin to even without the zombie apocalypse make me want to eat my own face off. Um, <laughs> But you get northwest into the hill country, you get into Burnett, you get to Liberty Hill. Yes, that's the name of the city, Liberty Hill. And um, you find guys like me and my friends, things that you, you have gone down the rabbit hole, and you know, into the heart of darkness and uh, Lord of the Flies type shit. And it is fantastic. I like that. Tim, uh, Speaking of fellow warriors and your friends, something I want to make sure that I, I don't forget to, to cover, and now is probably as good a time as any, uh, you are holding a, uh, a charity workout uh, in Austin, Texas on the 3rd of October uh, for one fallen warrior and an injured one. Uh, can, you, can you take 30 seconds, 60 seconds to just tell us about uh, what that is and what people can do if they're interested in supporting? Yeah, well, I'll give you thirty seconds to talk um, about. Give me thirty seconds to talk about the dudes, and then I'll like take ten seconds to talk about what we're doing. So the two okay. dudes, Andrew McKenna and George Vera, they're they were seven special forces group guys, um, and they were in a specialty special forces unit that's like extra special. So these guys are the tip of the spear. These are the best in the world, and they are teaching. Afghanistan, you know, soldiers and police officers, how to protect themselves, protect their families, to you know, like live the laws that they're they're creating there in the new post Taliban era. Suicide bombers coming in, bombs going off, coordinated attack, guys with guns running in with suicide with suicide vests and guns. Um, Andrew and George are running towards gunfire. Both of them get shot up. Both get, get bloodied up. Both of them got blown up. And um, even after they've been shot, both these guys are still in the gunfight, still putting guys on the ground. These guys, these guys are warriors. Andrew McKenna and George Barra. Andrew dies, killed in action, um, after being blown up and shot multiple times. George Barra gets shot on different occasions as he's helping other Afghans. Like, if he was helping American soldiers, this is Medal of Honor stuff. Um, he's helping Afghanis, um, not eligible for the Medal of Honor, but no less heroic, no less selfless. And, I mean, the, these guys are the personification of what a warrior is. 
George, wounded in action, shot, I think, eight times. Um, knee, leg, hip, stomach, back. And um, he's still alive. He is fighting for his life. He's married. And I am doing a workout here in Austin to raise money for him and his family. Um, you know, he's still in the military. It's not like he's there. They're going to medically retire him, but not yet. But right now, he has bills. He can't work like he normally can because he's in a cot with eight bullet holes for protecting your freedom. So um, you can go to my Facebook, Facebook page. You can donate. You can um, come to the workout. You can do whatever you want. Just support these guys and never forget their names, George Vera and Drew Kent. Yeah, wonderful. I'll make sure that we uh, we'll put a link in the show notes and also share on our respective social media so you can uh, get more exposure on that, Tim. Thank you so much. Of course. Uh, Tim, I know that you're, um, you've been very vocal about uh, PED use in, in the UFC, but you've recently, going back to your tweets, uh, you know, you talked about Nick Diaz, and if you're a huge fan of him and that you want to fight him, you love watching him fight, and you don't care if your opponent uses marijuana. Um you know, what, what's, uh, how do you think the, in your opinion, how do you think the UFC should should deal with marijuana use as opposed to PED use? Oh, I don't care about somebody smoking marijuana. Like, how, how is that a performance-enhancing drug? I wish all of my opponents smoked marijuana. <laughs> okay, I never, like, I think people are like, oh, my God, you know, the Tim Kennedy, the Captain America, Mr. Clean, no performance-enhancing drug. Like, he's pro-marijuana? I'm like, no, no, bitch, I am not. I have never smoked marijuana. I am I'm still the same clean dude. What I'm saying is it is a double standard. It's ridiculous and pathetic that the Nevada Athletic Commission went after Nick Diaz when a guy on that same card tested positive for cocaine and another dude on that card, the guy that Nick Diaz was fighting, tested positive for anabolic steroids. Anderson Silva tested positive for not like one anabolic steroid, but like the Trinity, the most beautiful combo of performance-enhancing drugs to help him in his fight against Nick Diaz. But then they suspend Nick Diaz for five years because he was smoking weed, which he has like permits to do. I, it just it just makes zero sense. That's why I was going crazy, and I want to fight Nick Diaz. So if he's suspended for five years, that's like. Suspending a dude for life, so I'll never get to fight him, which is majorly disappointing, depressing. Yeah, isn't that sort of what they're doing here, though? Like that's, I think that's part of. As you know, I I agree with you that you know I don't think marijuana should really be an issue. But even if you wanted to make it an issue, suspending him for five years is pretty much telling them you'll never have, you'll never be able to fight in your prime again, or you'll never be able to like you won't fight competitively again. Yeah, so they they just had the balls. Apparently, it's like they're as cowardly as I've always thought they were, um, because they've never enforced performance-enhancing drugs like they should have, which would, you know, take a set of testicles. And now they're being complete cowards about going after somebody that they just don't like uh, because they were smoking marijuana and they needed an excuse. And instead of just saying, all right, you're banned for life because we don't like you and we're assholes, which is what they should have done, they're like, okay, we're going we're gonna to suspend you for five years and um, because you, and then they come up with drum up some stupid excuse. Um, just ban them for life and say it's because we think, you know, you're a dick, and just have the balls to say what you're actually doing. 
So uh, you said you want to fight Nick Diaz. When will we see Tim Kennedy fight again against anybody? So it's 2015 now, so that would be 2020 or 2021 for Nick to come back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. Anderson Silva <laughs> comes off his anabolic steroid suspension in a few months. I'd, I'd mess him up pretty easy. Um, Dan Henderson is fighting Peter Belfort, and uh, both of those guys are prior TRT users. Um, I messed both of them up. So, I don't know. When, 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 whenever one of those guys in the top ten or a marquee middleweight is clean, uh, I'd be down. I like that. I like that, uh, that you're, you, it's, uh, I like that you know, uh, you're like the encyclopedia for PEDs in, in MMA. I like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I could also go down the list of the guys that are using that have never tested positive for it, but nobody will ever let me do that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, but and before we get to our wrap up questions, uh, Tim, I know that you're someone who I know you're uh, you're you're conservative and that you you know you're very vocal about your uh, your stances. I'm just curious: is there any GOP nominee that stood out for you uh, thus far? If you're even bothering paying attention this early in the game. It's too early, and um, right now, to me, it's just white noise. Um, yeah. And one of the reasons – so I'm actually – I'm not a Republican. Uh, I, I I hate the two-party system, and I hate yeah, both that's, that's why I labeled you conservative and not Republican. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not even a conservative because oh, I have uh, my social – My apologies. Are... No, it's, I mean, well, it's partially accurate. Um, socially, I think I'd be characterized as pretty left. But financially, I'm psychotically right, and then I'm a, I'm like a constitutionalist, which also falls into the crazy person category to some people. Um, so man, I'm I'm all I'm I'm, just, I'm just like, can we just say I'm an I'm an American pro America? Uh, like is that, that is that a is that a is that a political party right now? No, but it should be, and that's that's actually some of the way that somehow some of the ways that I try to tell people that when they ask me if I'm Democrat or Republican, I'm like. I'm not. I don't even like saying that I'm independent because it makes me seem like I'm sitting in the middle. Like I'm just American. I would vote left or right depending on how I feel about a certain politician. Yeah, like we battled back from the Great Depression. We won World War II. Like we climbed cliffs when we landed. Right? Like we landed on the moon. Like we're not. Like we're such a country of pussies right now. That's not what we are. And we're going to come back to what the greatness that we were. But I don't know if we're going to do it with any of those yahoos that were on stage here tonight. Um, yeah. That don't even know the science about vaccinations. You know, uh, I'm like, come on, people, grow up a little bit. But uh, when I say it's too early, I, I want those people to start getting, right now they're, they're just making noise to get headlines. I want to hear plans. I want to say this is, this is how me as a billionaire, Donald Trump, this is how I'm going to bring us back to be the number one economy on the planet. Um, you know, I want Ben, ben Carson to be like, you know, I'm a neurosurgeon. This, this is how I'm going to make Obamacare work. I think that we can have free health care. I think it could work, but how it's going to work or how it is right now is completely broken. Obamacare sucks. This is how I'm going to change it to make it work. You know, but that's not there right now, and that's what's missing. So until we get there, I think that's going to come out in, well, I don't know, four or five months. Then, then I'll start kind of calling out people and saying that they suck or they don't suck. Right. Well, when that happens, we'll uh, we'll get you back on and uh, get your calls. Uh, so we we wrap up with challenges and insp inspirations. 
Tim. So right now, uh, what are some challenges either professionally or personally that Tim Kennedy is facing, and what are you doing to better overcome them? Oh, man. So last night, I tried to start my – I was traveling in South America for two months looking for war criminals. And I come back to hop on my, my dual sport motorcycle, and the bastard won't start. So um, I'm pushing my motorcycle doing sprints up and down this hill. Yeah, a hill with my 1,200-pound motorcycle trying to get this thing to pop start. The battery's totally dead. Don't stand a chance. So something that could I, I need to fix is my motorcycle. Um, when I was on the range today shooting, uh, kind of embarrassing, and I'm just going to go ahead and get it out there. Uh, I didn't. So I put some Loctite on the screw. And I put the screw in, but I was like, oh, man, I need to move this a little bit. So I took the screw out, and I put the screw back in. So anybody that knows anything about Loctite knows that the Loctite is not good anymore. Uh, so as I was shooting today, doing a race and, like, this competition thing against a whole bunch of other, like, really good shooters, my sight falls off my gun. Uh, there's not much – there's not something that's more embarrassing than as you're shooting, having a piece of your gun fall off your gun onto the ground. Um, and uh, – <laughs> So, how about attention to detail, Tim Kennedy? Get your shit together. Pay attention to what you're doing. Stop taking shortcuts. And, uh, you know, continue with your mantra of doing the right thing all the time when someone's not looking. I like that. What do you ride, by the way? Uh, BMW GSs. Very cool. They are uh, So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what what's getting you up every morning then, Tim? What is the what is the fuel for for your warrior? What what uh, inspires you? To be a sheepdog for my my family, and my friends to to ensure that they're provided for and they're protected. You know, so that uh, my immediate family, my extended family, my friends um, that they never have to worry about anything. They never have to have to worry about food being on the table. They never have to worry about all these horrible things that you see on the news, that any of that will ever affect them. You know, you could ask my my 13-year-old daughters or um, you can't ask my five-month-old son, but to every degree, to every element of my life, everyone feels safe and secure and provided for. That's what gets me up. There's nothing that could happen to me or anything around me that my family would have to worry about. If some dude walked into the movie theater with an AK-47, um, my daughter would be like, oh, oh shit, what just happened? that's that's the end there's 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 no horrible thing in colorado there's no you know people screaming and running out of the movie theater it's like oh that was a loud noise and then there's their dad being like can we start the movie again you know that's that's the end of the that's the the end of the story there's nothing else there um and they know that and and that's what gets me up every morning is so that they know that they're protected and that they're provided for and and that's why i work my ass Absolutely. Tim Kennedy, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, and we'll be sure to uh, get the word out about your, about your charity workout for Andrew McKenna and, and George Vera. And God bless America. Thank you for your service. Dude, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. And anything you ever need, let me know. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Be sure to head over to lockandloadjava.com using promo code FUELFORWARRIORS for a discount on your purchase. Also head over to lawsonentertainment.com for more of my programming. Stay strong and stay motivated.